Hey guys, this is Sam, and you're listening to the Facing the Sun podcast, the show that helps shine a light on building a better you. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions from the Blue Chair from Facing the Sun. I am your host, Sam, and we're going for a little bit, a little bit of a ride today. I have been having some really interesting experiences with perspective over the last couple of weeks. And I think I just want to unpack it with you guys, for you guys, and see if it sparks some conversation. Because I'm really intrigued by the way that my brain is processing this right now. So I just got back in town from Mexico. I went on a retreat with some beautiful, beautiful people. Uh, Shout out to Noah and the crew. And I had, I was surrounded for a week by beautiful, brilliant souls who have been doing the work, the deep work, you know, the shit that's hard, the shadow work, talking about it, processing our trauma. And it was the topic, as it should be, of a lot of conversation during that trip. And for the first time since I had this spiritual enlightenment journey, I came home and I said, I don't want to talk about anything spiritual for a minute because I'm kind of tapped out. And that was the first for me because usually I'm the first one to, oh my God, tell me you're a big three. Let's talk about human design. Let's talk about shadow work. Let's do all the things. And I don't want to do that right now. (laughs) I mean, I still love it. I still care deeply about it and and I'm super passionate about it, but my bandwidth is kind of stretched thin. And I was sitting on the plane on the way home and I kind of had a moment of identity crisis. Like, oh, holy shit, am I, am I supposed to be doing this? Is this still a passion project? And obviously I've come to the conclusion, yes, it still is. Uh, but this is part of it, right? The ebbs and flows, the ups and downs. And really I kind of had to sit back and say, okay, what do I want to make sure I either like, where do I want to put all my time and energy when it comes to this spiritual stuff? Because those are some heavy conversations. They require a lot of depth and a lot of presence, which I think is extremely valuable and a lost art that people really don't have these days is, you know, intentional listening (laughs) and being present in conversation. But we're not just talking about the weather or what we're doing next summer, we're talking about, yeah, I respond this way because of this trauma, or yeah, I'm really bad at X, Y, and Z, or I really want to learn more about the intersect of divine feminine masculine energy and how that presents in relationships and just all these things that require so much mental bandwidth to discuss. All very important things. But I've come to this conclusion. I used to be the very doe-eyed puppy, golden retriever, that wanted to bring it up and talk about it all the time (laughs) and ask people, even when they didn't, even when they just, you know, kindly gave me a foot in the door because that's the kind thing to do, not because they were generally interested and genuinely interested, I would take that and run. And now I'm to the point, especially with having more coaching hours under my belt and meeting all these people, I am going to require people to come to me to talk about this stuff. It is too precious of energy and too 
much of my spirit and soul to just, you know, give out to everyone. And the podcast is an interesting middle ground with that because I do unpack a lot on here. But those individual, really precious, really special conversations, I will always have the safe space for people to talk to me about this stuff. I want you to bring it up. I want you to be curious. I want to unpack it with you, but I'm going to wait and make sure that both of us can hold that space instead of me just word vomiting (laughs) into your mouth about everything that I'm excited about. What I learned about human design and, oh, you're this way because of your profile that explains X, Y, and Z. And I'm really, really grateful for that star-eyed girl when, you know, when she first started down this journey. I think it got me in a lot of doors really quickly. And now I don't even, it sounds like I'm this, you know, wise sage (laughs) person when it comes to this. And I'm not, I'm just kind of tired. And I want to make sure that people are genuine about their interest in this space because it does take so much energy and time. And once you start on this path, there's really no stopping. Once you're on the path of self-awareness, you can't just pretend that everything is the way it was before. You can't just pretend you don't care. And that's scary for a lot of people. And I was kind of projecting my journey onto other people and expecting them to like meet me on the road, which is wildly unfair But also it allowed me to connect with a lot of people who have the same passions as I do and and are in the same place in their path, you know, as I am. And so I I think that's, I don't have much to say today. That's kind of where I'm at. It's just when is it too much and when is it not enough? (laughs) You know, like when, when do we stop talking about spiritual awareness and the spiritual journey? I don't know. And I think that's what I'm trying to figure out, especially with integrating this new business and that's what I'm learning with coaching as well is I'm I'm going to need to market for clients and find people, but I'm going to try to disqualify a lot of people at the beginning because I don't really sugarcoat shit for people. I'm a very supportive coach and a very safe place, but if there's something we need to unpack in your life that's hurting you because of choices you're making, I'm going to be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away with it. And so a lot of people don't really like that style. And so I would really like to create this happy medium of being a safe place for everyone, but being very selective in who I give that deep connection to. I guess that can apply to a lot of things in life, huh? Wow. We're just unpacking a lot of things today in this blue chair, are we today, guys? But I I would love, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear how you feel about bringing up spiritual awareness and that you know, that entire genre of things. And what do you like to talk about? What do you want to learn more about? What do you not like talking about? And what maybe isn't appropriate to bring up? I've unfortunately seen some really, really terrible examples of people using these buzzwords in the spiritual community, like deep work, like shadow work, like human design, and like using all of these things to make it appear like they're very woke, I hate that word, but it's really the only thing that comes to mind at the moment, to like connect with people and like take them home. Which my bullshit meter is pretty damn good. I can usually tell when people are bullshitting me, but there are these 
people who are so new and all they want is that deep connection and that passion. And these people are preying on that naivety. And it fascinates me. And it also makes me really angry and is something I think needs to be addressed in the world right now and on social media and in relationships. And one thing I also would really love to touch on just a very intrusive thought came in that I have no idea what we're even going to call this episode because I'm bouncing off 17 walls. So to my production team, I'm so sorry, but you're doing amazing and we'll brainstorm some episode titles. Oh God. Um, let's talk really quickly on that note briefly about the concept of divine masculine and divine feminine energy, because this is something I have been learning about a lot recently And I had it explained to me when I was in Mexico by this wonderful soul, Alexis, I love you. I miss you, a container. (laughs) And basically everyone has their masculine and feminine energy, but she was explaining it to me because I am straight. And so I'm looking for this quality in a man. So the sacred masculine energy acts as a container container can be as big as it needs to be, but it is solid. It holds the space, right? It's got a solid bottom. It doesn't have any holes in it. It's this sacred, strong, steady place. Divine feminine energy fills that container. Think of it as water, as the ocean. It ebbs, it flows, it's mysterious, but it it can be whatever it wants to be in that safe container. And for a long time in my life, because I'm an empath, I was pouring into these containers with no bottoms, with holes in the wall that were leaking from one side. And I just couldn't understand why I didn't feel safe in this space. And so it was really beautiful to have that explained to me. And now I can go about my life and look for people and things that are containers, safe containers that allow me to show up in the world and do my thing and be authentic and genuine and, you know, be mysterious and and embrace my feminine side, but be safe doing it and have that space held for me. And it's very frustrating to me when I hear people talking about their divine masculine and how great it is and how super cool it is and blah, 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 all these things. And then their communication goes to shit once they hook up with this girl. Or they say they're a divine masculine, but they don't know how to hear emotions and hold space for them. So it's becoming, while I'm very grateful for the awareness that's happening around the spiritual journey, that also comes with some downsides, right? Some scary things too of people taking advantage of that and using it for bad, for evil, you know, not for good, but for evil. And I think the one thing I would say in regards to that, I haven't quite figured out how to navigate it yet because all I feel right now is just like this unsettling anger at people who take advantage of that space because it's so sacred to me. But if you're experiencing this on one way or another, people can be proclaiming divine masculine, divine feminine. It works both ways. Use your intuition because it never lies. But a lot of people mistake their intuition for anxiety or being uncomfortable and your body will talk to you and it will tell you, "Mm, this doesn't sit right with me, you know? So, so be aware of that. But I don't know. I mean, I think we're all just trying to figure it out and we're not maybe doing, 
I mean, I'm not doing the best I could be, but I don't want to put it all on you that none of us are. <laughs> but I think I'm just in this very interesting space of I, I want to keep doing the work, but I'm a little weary. And so I'm not sure how to continue. And so my instinct says, you know, one foot in front of another, small steps are still steps. And that's something my coach would say to me as well. And the fact that it's getting uncomfortable and the fact that I'm getting tired means that I'm doing what I need to do because it's taking effort. So yeah, I, I, that's pretty much all I have to say, but I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. And be honest. Do you want to keep hearing about this stuff? Is this something that intrigues you? Is this something you want to learn more about? And we can address it in the next Confessions from the Blue Chair episode. So I look forward to hearing from you guys, hearing your feedback, and I will be in touch very, very soon. Be safe. Hello, my friends. Just a friendly reminder, I do offer life coaching. So if something in today's episode resonated with you, you can book a free call with me. I would love to chat with you. You can find me on my socials or send me an email at sam at sunflowerages.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with all the happenings, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. You can also find me on Instagram at samadams7 and find out more about the biz at sunflowerages.com. That's S-N-F-L-W-R agencies.com. Thanks guys.